Welcome, everybody, to the Zone Read, episode two. Um, we're just we're recapping the divisional round of the 2020 NFL season. There were four four really good games. Well, three really good games. The other one, it was just Ravens wasn't so good, um, especially for the Ravens. Yeah. But um. Yeah, I guess we can start with that one since I brought it up first. Nate, what did you, you think? Don't think we I know. Over? Well, we already brought this one up, so like. Okay. Unless you really want well, to go over it. Well, um, me and my dad actually bet on this game. Oh, you um, put real money on it? And yeah, 20 bucks. Oh, I thought um, you meant like you went on the website. Found odds or something. Yeah. Well, basically, I was saying like the biggest problem for the Bills was going to be Lamar Jackson, you know, what he can do running and passing. But I just, I predicted he was going to be completely shut down by them. And he was. He, um, you also predicted the Ravens would win, though, didn't you? I, did but yeah i don't know i i yeah, wanted to change like had... right before i kind of switched right before the game he had nine attempts for 34 yards averaging 3.8 so he wasn't really a factor in the run game and and then he got yeah. injured too so yeah and passing he was only he only had 162 yards no touchdowns and an interception yeah and then um, Tyler Huntley came in. He uh, he had he was six for 13, 60 yards. So, but like I kind of already knew they were gonna lose at that point because they, especially after that pick six. Yeah, that was a backbreaker. Yeah, and then just Surprising. the Bills offensively. The Bills offensively oh, no, just had. The Bills had a great day offensively. Josh Allen, 23 out of 37, 206 yards and a touchdown. Their run game wasn't that good. And then Stephon Diggs had a really big night. Uh, eight catches, 106 yards and a touchdown. And then John yeah. Brown. He averaged he averaged 13.2 yards a catch, too. Yeah. 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 And against the Ravens secondary too. Mm-hmm. That Lamar interception, say, that was his first Oh, say what you were gonna say. Um, I'd say out of the defenses, I mean obviously Bills played better. Ravens Ravens weren't terrible. I mean, they shut down the run pretty well, but their passing defense wasn't that good. And same with the Bills actually. I mean, better than the Ravens, but they still let in some big catches to Brown, Hollywood Brown. Yeah. What were you going to say? I was going to say that Lamar interception, that was his first interception he's thrown in the red zone in his entire career. That he just – that was the wrong time for it to happen. Dude, I thought he was going to chase him down, though. Like, yeah, I thought he had the speed to take him down, but he got blocked. 
I think what's pretty interesting about this game, I'm looking at the team stats. Ravens led in total yards by over – they had 120 more total yards than the Bills, 340 to 220. They led in passing yards by – they led in passing yards by two yards total, 190 to 188. Wait, that makes – Oh, yeah. That makes no sense. Okay, they actually didn't lead in passing yards. This stat line is wrong because Josh Allen had more than 200 than 188 rushing yards. They let in, and then obviously they let in rushing yards with 150 to the Bills 32. And but that's then, all they do anyway. I'm not saying a lot. Yeah, the Bills and the Bills hardly ever run the ball, you know. And they let in yeah. yards per play by it was 4.7 to 4.0. Um, they had mm-hmm. Ravens actually had more first downs. They were better on fourth down. No, they were better on third down efficiency. Um, worse on fourth down efficiency. They were zero out of two for fourth down conversions. The Bills didn't even get to fourth down. They're, they didn't try to convert on fourth down. So the turnovers they had were just punts. Um, the Ravens had more total plays allowed, although, but they did allow four sacks and the Bills only allowed two. Both teams had four punts. Um, the Ravens actually had eight penalties um, for 59 yards, and the Bills only had two penalties for 11, which is a really well played game by Buffalo, I'd say. Um, obviously, no fumbles and then just the one interception, but the Ravens also were better in time of possession by almost 10 minutes, 35.33 to 24.27. Oh, so that is 10, almost 11 minutes. Basically, it looks like Ravens did really well at pretty much everything, like better in a lot of ways than the Bills. And the score just does not show that, you know? I mean, yeah. most of this, they had more time possession, um, they allowed more sacks, but they had more first downs. Um, they did have more penalties, though. That's that's what killed them. Yeah, and the pick six. Um, and the Raven, yeah, and the Bills did a really good job defending the run, putting lots of uh, – they allowed 150 yards, but that was across multiple running backs. They didn't have no yeah. one, no one single Ravens runner had a huge game. Yeah. Um. You know they did really good. They put they had nine in the box almost every play. They were basically just daring Lamar to pass the ball deep yeah. because they knew it wouldn't work as well for them for the Ravens if they tried that. Which yeah. you know. We were going to talk about the draft situation. The, the Ravens really need to draft a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're – I heard someone mocking them to have Ohio State receiver Chris Olave. They could trade back and get Olave. Um, I think that's a good fit for them. Or were the other receivers at that range – they could maybe get Rondale Moore. 
Rondale Moore or they have the 27th pick. Their offensive line is fine. You know, their linebackers, their linebacker core is good. They're good in their defense all over is good, really. Mm-hmm. So, and their running back room is fine. Their quarterback room is fine. They're probably going to give Lamar Jackson an extension, which means you really need to invest in him and get him a receiver. Um, you don't need any more running backs. No. NFL draft. So they could probably get Kyle Kyle Pitts, the tight end from Florida, who is basically a receiver. Big receiver. Yeah. He's kind of like a Kittle. You know, he's a lot like George Kittle, just a college version. Yeah. Um, Or they could get Rashad Bateman. They just need, like, a good receiver to take the load off Marquise Brown and Mark Andrews because those two just themselves are not equipped to handle it when the Ravens need to pass. Yeah. Greg Roman isn't going to want to pass the ball, so you need to maybe get a new – consider an offensive coordinator change. You know, you can't just run the ball every play. Yeah, but I mean, when it's you do very need very hard. Pass, when you do need to pass, you still need better receivers. Yeah, it's Not very hard to run to have an offense. Even with the 49ers, like they still had to pass the ball quite a bit last season to get to the Super Bowl. You know, you can't just expect to run the ball all game and have a successful offense. You know, you can't. But they were still pretty successful passing yeah, the ball but... last year with Jimmy G, Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, that's my point. You have to have a good passing game if you want to have a good run game. And um, so that's our takeaways from it, I guess, unless you've got anything else to add. No, I'm good. All right. Should we go uh, in order? Like, yeah, we'll um, yeah, we'll go in order now. Yeah, so the first yeah, game first was, game lost yeah, this was a really good game. LA Rams at Green Bay Packers. Yeah. Oh, just in case anyone doesn't know, the score for the Bills Ravens game was three to seventeen Bills. Um we both had I had Ravens picked for it. I mean Bills. Nathan had Ravens. He changed his mind at the last second, yeah. but um I have audio. We have well, audio evidence. I, we have audio evidence. I didn't mark it down, though. We have audio evidence. We have audio evidence. I'm saying I changed my, I changed my mind, but, but not on paper. So, like, I still got it wrong in my picks. Exactly. Um, we both, for this next game, the Rams at Packers, we both had Packers for it. 
Um, and the Packers won. They covered the six and a half spread. Um, Packers defense looked really good. They held Aaron, Jared Goff to just 174 yards, a touchdown, off, and he was 27, 21 for 27 attempts. Their run game, obviously not as good. Cam Akers averaged five yards a carry. He had a rushing tutty, and he That's good. had 90, yard, 90 yards off 18 carries. But their passing game, the Rams' leading receiver was only had, only had 65 yards and no touchdowns. Yeah. Um. The Rams' defense really not as good. Aaron Jones almost had 100 yards. He was one yard away, but he averaged 7.1 yards a carry and a touchdown. 7.1 yards, dude. That's – woo. Um, yeah, Jamal uh, Williams. Four less. Say what you were going to say. My bad. I was going to say he had four less carries than Cam Maker, and he had nine more yards. Yeah, and Jamal Williams. Yeah, and then Jamal Williams had averaged 5.4 yards a carry. A.J. Dillon averaged 4.5. Um, and even Aaron Rodgers, we saw he had some rushing action. Looking like Lamar Jackson on that touchdown he scored, pumping, pump faking. Who was it? Leonard Floyd making. He made him fall over too, and then took it in. Yeah. So not a good day for the Rams. Um, I think I saw it showed Aaron Donald in tears on the sideline too after the game, and he was obviously yeah. affected by the injury, so he wasn't playing. At a hundred percent, which I'm sure yeah. impacted the Rams game. They said they said he wasn't affected and that they weren't limiting him at all, and then they didn't let him play. Yeah, he wasn't in or maybe on a lot actually- of snaps. Let me see if I can find the percent of snaps like snap count for him. Aaron Donald. Snap. Packers. There we go. So he played 39 of 72 defensive snaps. So he was only on the field 52% of the time. That's not terrible for an injury. Yeah, I mean, in a playoff game, it's hard to work with, though. Hmm? Nothing. I also want to point out that I was right about Adams. I said he was going to stay under 100 yards, and he did. Nine receptions, 66 yards. Touchdown. One touchdown. Yeah, but that was because they put him in a motion. That had nothing to do with how good he was playing. Uh, That was because they motioned him across. He still got there really really fast, and he caught it. That was Matt – okay, that was all – that was all Matt LaFleur calling that play. That had nothing to do with Devontae Adams yes, beating Jalen Ramsey. No touchdown. No. 
It still counts. No, that was because they. That was because they stuck him in emotion. It still and counts. And I didn't say he wouldn't score. I didn't. I said he probably would score. I just said he wouldn't get over a hundred yards, and he only had sixty-six. That's because they so, were winning so much that they had to. They didn't throw to him at all in the fourth quarter. Otherwise, he probably would have been over a hundred if they were losing. Nah, he got clamped. I mean. He wasn't okay. He wasn't. He wasn't clamped. He wasn't totally shut down. He still made a difference, but he wasn't as big of a factor as he usually is. You're right. I well, my prediction still correct. I'm taking that. Um, the the Packers' leading receiver was actually Alan Lazard. Four receptions for 96 yards. He averaged 24 yards a catch. And a touchdown. Obviously, he had that big one at the end. You know, I really like that, you know, that he was – I thought it was great how the Packers were able to work off that play-action game. and You know, not – they didn't have to throw deep. They didn't have to force anything until the they were able to seal it at the very end. You know, really good performance from Aaron Rodgers. Did I say what his stats were? Um, 20 for, 23 for 36, 296 yards, and two passing touchdowns, no interceptions. Yep. Should we do the stat? Should I do that? Oh, yeah, the team stats? Yeah, uh, looking at it here, the Ram, the Packers really dominated all over. Um Penalty yards, the total yards, it was 484 yards to the Packers. To the No, the Packers had 48. I'm going to start over. The Packers had 484 yards to the total yards to the Rams, 244. Those, and then 148 passing yards. Nope, that's not right. Put the echo. Um, where'd it go? To so the Packers had two hundred ninety-six passing yards to the Rams, hundred seventy-four passing yards. Um, in rushing yards, it was the Packers had one hundred and eighty-eight to the Rams 96 because obviously obviously Cam Akers had a very good day, especially for a rookie. I think he's been playing really well. And then yards per play, the Packers averaged 6.7 to the Rams 4.9. Nate, I don't know if you're looking at this, but the Rams, the Packers had, were better on first downs third down efficiency the rams converted two out of their eight third downs which is just awful you know they didn't convert any fourth downs you know the ram yeah like and the rams allowed four sacks to the packers zero um no interceptions packers had more time of possession so, you know, Aaron Rodgers just playing at that MVP level, 
really dominating on the field. Like, yeah, just playing out of his mind. Even when he doesn't have Devontae Smith for those massive games, he can spread the ball around, give it to his running backs, trust in his defense. So basically, the Packers just took this entire game. Rams never stood a chance, in my opinion. Um, Should we move on to the next game? Yeah, well, first I want to talk about the Rams. Yeah. So they fired the day after they, like, yesterday they fired their defensive coordinator for some reason. It's not clear why. It's not clear why. Rams. Rams. Why is there an echo? Rams they fired Brandon Staley, their defensive coordinator, who got to the, them to the Super Bowl. Um, what was it? Three seasons ago? Yeah. Um, yeah, that and oh no, wait. I have been mishearing the news. He didn't get fired. He's hired as the new Los Angeles Chargers head coach. Probably, you know, I'm assuming, and this makes sense for the Chargers, right? They want a defensive head coach. Yeah. After what? After last year, they know their offense is right. I mean, it could use some help on the offensive line, but they're running like their passing game is really good with Justin Herbert and those young wide receivers. Their running game could improve, but it's not bad, and you can get talent out of running backs really anywhere in the league. So I would think that – and Rams' draft situation is horrible. You know, if they could – they don't have a first-round pick this year. I don't think they have – because of the – what was I think the Jalen Ramsey trade. Jalen Ramsey trade. They really just haven't been doing very well. Or they're – that I mean, they're, they've, like, kind of sold their future – to get good players, and it's paid off, you know, looking at the defense this year. But I'm thinking their first pick has to be a defensive pick. Yeah. Yeah. So that's our two cents on that game. So the next game game of that week, the Cleveland Browns at the Kansas City Chiefs. 17-22, Kansas City. Nate, what what were your biggest takeaways from this? Well, my biggest takeaway, obviously, was the Patrick Mahomes injury. <clears throat> that was pretty much the only big part of the game. I mean, I knew that the Chiefs' offense would dominate pretty much the entire game against that Browns' defense. It did, for the most part, until Patrick Mahomes got injured, and then things kind of went downhill for them. Browns almost pulled off a big comeback but uh, they got stopped at the end. So basically, like I said, Chiefs offense played really well. Patrick Mahomes was 21 out of 30, 255 yards in the touchdown. He was pretty much perfect. And then once he got injured, Chad Henney came in 
He was six out of eight for 66 yards and an interception. Um, they ran the they ran the ball fairly well. Um, mostly Daryl Williams, 13 carries for 78 yards, averaging six yards a carry. Um, and then um, Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey both had big games, along with McCall Hardman. And then I thought their defense played pretty well. They um, they ended up picking off Baker Mayfield. That was a nice interception by um, the Honey Badger. But yeah, their defense played really well the entire game, pretty much. Their run defense was gashed a little bit by Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, who both played well. Um, so yeah, uh, the Browns offense, Baker Mayfield had a pretty good game. 23 out of 37, 204 yards, touchdown and a pick. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt both ran the ball well. And then it was basically um, Rashard Higgins and David Njoku who ended up having big receiving games. And then their defense started playing better at the end of the game, you know, holding the Chiefs to a couple three and outs, um, forcing some incompletions. And then they picked off Chad Henney. Um, do you want to do the stats? Uh, sure. So um, it was a pretty even game, I'd say, looking at team stats. The Chiefs had 400 total yards to the Browns, 300. Passing yards, it was Mahomes. Uh, Mahomes 315 to the Browns, 204, 204. Rushing yards, it was, you know, Chiefs had 11 more rushing yards total than the Browns, 123 to 112. And the Chiefs averaged seven yards per play while the Browns were averaging 5.1. Um... They were tied on. I like how they were tied on fourth down efficient, efficiency. Um, Browns converted three out of three fourth downs, and Chiefs converted two out of two fourth downs. Um, more total plays by three to the Chiefs, sixty-three to sixty. Both teams only allowed one sack. The Browns had two punts. The Chiefs didn't have any. Um, the Chiefs actually had more penalties, 17, seven penalties for 55 yards. And the Browns had three penalties for 25 yards. And then there was that Nick Chubb fumble, big game changer there. And both teams had an interception. And the Chiefs were better by just about a minute in time of possession, 30 minutes to 29 minutes. So, yeah, uh Decent, like a well-played game by Baker Mayfield. Browns need to work on their defense. Bringing in Kevin Stefanski last offseason was probably the best move they've made in a long, long, long time. Um, yeah. I think he's going to be coaching there for a while, which is very rare for a Browns coach. Um, 
even with Freddie Kitchens, we saw him get fired after only his second year. But I think, uh, yeah, Kevin Stefanski is there to stay. Browns are going to have to focus on defense this offseason. Um, and besides that, yeah, that's, that's our soapbox. That's our takeaways for all of the divisional matchups. Um, next week, we got championship weekend. Or I guess tomorrow, because we're finishing this recording. No, we're finishing this recording Friday before championship weekend. But, um, yeah, I hope you guys have a good weekend, and we'll see you next time.